0: Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the glee club.
1: Olé, <mouths> olé, oh oh it's show time. <ologás> In the ticky, 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 ticky room In the ticky, ticky,
0: ticky, ticky, ticky room All the birds sing words and the flowers croon In the ticky, 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 ticky Welcome to our tropical hideaway, you lucky
1: people! You. If we weren't in the show, starting right away, we'd we be the audience too. All together in the tiki 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 tiki, tiki room. In the ticky, 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 ticky room. Welcome tiki- to Parking Lot Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrud.
2: It's a good tie in because uh Island you know, style. Naval drinking uh is kind of the topic uh today with uh tiki drinks. It's That's awesome.
0: Maritime debauchery. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, and we got our resident expert, Chris Carlo, joining us to delve into the history and culture of tiki bars. Because because you were the first person that I ever found like knew that was like Into
1: tiki bars. I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's good to be here. That's awesome. How did you? Long time listener, first time caller. When did you first fall in love? Oh dang! Uh, So it all starts with Craig Dunlap, who's our warehouse manager. I work at a company called Hobie Surf Shops, Hobie Surfboards, and we have a uh, we have a tiki bar that Craig built by hand, lanterns, siding, everything, in our warehouse, in our office. Oh damn! Uh, So he got me hooked on it. Gosh, I want to say seven or eight years ago. Of making cocktails, getting into it and actually visiting cocktail bars. Uh, so that was kind of my, I feel like origin. That's where it so, mostly yeah. starts. It's kind of like somebody has a backyard tiki bar and they're like, Pretty much. No, I'm
2: sick of paying all this money at a bar. I'm yeah. just going to do it at my house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it gives you, I, I guess it's like the fruits of your labor. Like building a tiki bar is, is kind of like an art with all like the. The rattan and like all the little fringes and borders and the bamboo and actually yeah. go and finding old tiki's like Craig would go out to like Sultan Sea where there used to be all these resorts out there and pick up tiki's Damn. from some guy and yeah so he's he's got a quite a big collection
0: and the tiki is like the little totem of sorts right. it's like the little people
1: right exactly so yeah. get, there's different tiki's with every island indigenous folks. Like there's Hawaiian tikis. Yeah. There's the Easter Island. Exactly. Yeah. The Moas. So it it goes all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Papua New Guinea is like a big, big part of that too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm So that's kind of was my introduction. And then, then it kind of, the whole Tiki thing kind of blew up shortly afterwards where people were just visiting Don, the beachcomber that was in seal beach. They were going to Tiki bars are opening in San Francisco and like yeah. Oakland and Alameda. It seems like
2: a kind of trend thing, like mm-hmm. kind of kicked off in the thirties when it all started at, right. like here in Los Angeles, which is also weird, but it also just seems like, it seems like something that should have been invented in the Midwest and like <laughs> Fucking December, sure. like, like super cold. It's gray. It's gonna be gray for four more months, and I hate my life. I'm just building a tiki bar in my basement, and yeah. I'm getting wasted for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, but I, I want know. a taste of the island style without the island price. So I'm gonna go get shit housed in a dimly lit old That's Chinese awesome. restaurant. Yeah, yeah,
1: and tiki is great for that because it has to be for punch. Pound for punch or what you want to call it, like that's probably the drink that'll give you drunk the fastest. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're like you get two or three deep on those things, you're probably you shouldn't be driving anywhere. Yeah.
0: Sneaky. It's like you're roofing yourself because it's like, this is delicious. Oh
2: my god, I'm shit <laughs> yeah. 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 You get two hangovers, the alcohol and then the sugar. Exactly. And then it's uh, you know, you yeah. move on from there.
1: It's that great feeling of waking up kind of warm and sweaty at one or two o'clock in the morning and you just can't get back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the, the worst of uh, that, <laughs> that
2: magical feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like, wow, why did I do that? And a good early morning
2: of regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the best part is tiki drink for breakfast. It's perfect. Oh, it's it's great. fruity. It's fresh. Yeah. Hair of the dog. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah Keith Carey, uh, he was on one of the Tiki Haha ha show a couple months ago, and he got up because he. Because I feel like a lot of people forget how strong the tiki drinks are. And he got up, and the first thing he said when he was doing it said, he's like, I am drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. But then he fucking crushed for 20 minutes straight. I was like, damn.
1: Yeah. You get drink more. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, That's the only way to beat it. That's yeah. what I've, I just got back from a bachelor like party It's like a You Home just Spring. have to go inside of it to, yeah. like, to get out of it. Yeah, exactly. Just to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've heard like, I don't, I don't, I mean, you keep it going and then, you know, three or four days of just straight drinking is, and you have like three or four days afterwards of like straight rehab of yeah. feeling the sickest you know, of your like entire once life. like you lose
2: your job, your family mm-hmm. abandons you, mm-hmm. then you kind of get things together and then. What else is there to do? You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's, yeah that makes
0: sense right it's its own nirvana because it's like you reach nothingness mm-hmm. which is what you know no job no friends yeah, yeah. That's no really possessions when you, yeah that's when you can really yeah. uh, evolve to the higher plane I think
1: it's the closest we're gonna get to living Hunter S. Thompson's life yeah, yeah. yeah. Rum, <laughs> diary, rum, rum, <laughs> rum diary it's, it's never too early yeah
2: it's never too early <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: like so, how did it, so from the warehouse tiki bar that that then you just started
1: exploring and experimenting so, on your own. So Craig, there's this great app, and there's several books out there that all of them are awesome. Usually they're done by Beach Van Barry. You can you can still find Trader books, Trader Vic's books out there on guys to bartending from like the 50s and the 60s. Um, but there's an app called Total Tiki by One Barry, and he's basically he's kind of a historical cultural anthropologist kind of fellow Jeff Barry is his, is his real name but he goes by Beach Bum and uh, he's gone and researched all these old and dawn drinks or basically found these drinks out through trial and error and has published this thing called the Grog Log um, so a lot of bars use that like t- Tiki Tea and um, Tonga Hud and yeah that you can go and kind of fulfill the Grog Log like drink all the drinks out there but he put it onto an app and that for 10 bucks, it's basically like yes, 30, no it's $10. They don't have apps that are $30. Well, I, bought it for sure. well, I owe you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the best, you get all the access to all the, the liqueur, rums, all the stuff you need to get to make your favorite cocktails. And it has the recipes and how to make them in the app. So it's such a good deal. So that's how I got started is getting the app from Craig and then basically going to High Times in Costa Mesa. And (laughs) High Times is a bar. It's a bar, yeah. And it's a High Times? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a it's a liquor store. Oh, okay. It's a liquor store. So the, I'm very sorry. I mean, I think they do serve a, have a bar. We back have there. our
0: fact checker Lauren yeah. here. Yeah, we got the producer She's my fact in the corner checker in, my,
1: in my life. Yeah, um, so you can get all the hard-to-find boozes and all that stuff mm-hmm. there. Because uh, some of the stuff you can't get at, at BevMo that are in some of the drinks. Because rum, I guess, is like kind of like some of the stuff that people want to get too far into. Yeah. I mean, people will get more into... Bocas and gins and bourbons and that Stuff and like when people think about rum I just need a dark I just need a light Yeah it seems or, like they're pretty Basic of
2: like what it is like totally Uh I remember when I first started drinking Sailor Jerry it was like Classified as naval rum, which I guess is just stronger Mm -hmm. rum. Yeah, like an overproof. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, (laughs) it'll get you there. It's so strong, it'll make you do gay stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: So strong, you wake
2: up
1: in the middle of a goddamn motion on a boat with a bunch of dudes. That's right. (laughs) Sailor Jerry, it's where you get it from. Yeah. Wearing a real fun outfit. Right. (laughs) Yeah. With a neckerchip and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Real Donald Duck situation. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um so yeah, it's it's kind of like through the app total tiki going to high times getting the actual alcohol. It's, it's kind of like to get started making like your two or three or four favorite drinks. You need, it's like an investment of like 200, 250 bucks. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of how it is.
2: I mean, yeah. you, you break that down into, uh, the amount of money you spend on like Coors or something. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Or what yeah. you
0: would spend at a Tiki bar yourself. Right. Yeah. They're 15 to the $20 drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what's the actual first actual tiki bar you went to? Oh man, uh, first one was Don's. and unfortunately Don's is now gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but is, by the far, the sign still up. The the sign that someone took the sign. Some I don't know who bought it, but some guy who's a real big historian on tiki culture and had enough money to buy the actual Dawn Swordfish sign bought it about a year, and they had to get like this huge, like all the tiki guys that are really into the culture like showed up and like they posted this live video on all their Instagram pages of them like physically taking down the sign with a crane and loading onto this flatbed truck and trucking it out into the sunset. Like <laughs> yeah. it was it was like a sad day for a lot of people. But yeah. the actual, I think it's a Himalayan restaurant, whatever you want to, whatever that is. It's just snow? What? Yeah, that, but it's, it's a big place like now too. So Nepalese. Oh, uh, like okay, yeah, East
0: Indian, Alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> we serve fresh sherpa.
2: <laughs> yeah, and a Your sherpa blanket <laughs> <brand of> to <tiki. laughs> Real fucked up. Yeah, um, so yeah. That that's, the first one. That seems yeah. like the kind of uh, on my cursory research that I came across is like the the kind of the stuff that you need to go in the bar, the, like the tiki bar, is as important as like anything in it. Like Trader Vic got his nickname from basically giving away free drinks and stuff to get other people's. Uh, like tiki inspired kind of wear and stuff, just like that's pretty crazy. Like, hey, has anybody got any uh, stuff for sale? I'll give you free drinks. Right <laughs> here's, uh, right. here's a yeah. bunch of alcohol.
0: We're the uh, Polynesian fucking TGI Fridays. We need to shit <laughs> on the wall now.
2: Yeah. You got any French horns? We need them. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, that's what it, uh, he he did. But he wasn't stealing down the beachcomber's entire way of life. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. the crazy part of like. Through this podcast, we've come across a lot of things where it's like, back in the 50s, you could just take anything. Nothing's copyrighted. No, no one's going to sue you. They're like, well, uh, that's McDonald's. Nah, it's mine now. Well, it's like also
0: trying to figure out... It's like skate history and stuff. It's like, it's your word versus mine. Like, who figured out to put orange juice in fucking champagne or yeah. something? It's like, it's my word versus yours. Like, oh, anybody could have done it. And it's like, yeah, but you fucking didn't. Yeah. So it's... So, I, I mean... But that's the American way. like
1: Pretty much. Yeah. It's not
0: who did it first, it's who did it better and or at least fucking said they did.
1: Yeah. Right, right, 100%. But, yeah, Don's, Don's was my first and then kind of... And you yeah, never forget your first. Never forget my first, yeah. And then kind of... Broke out from there, going to places and because spots were opening up. So false idol in San Diego was a great one to go to. Uh, Ventiki and Ventura is awesome. Tons of good ones in LA. Service yeah. a little lacking. But. Service, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget what actually happened in that. We, were, we were there. wasted. We, <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it was early oh. pandemic, like opening back up. We had a big yeah. crew. We were probably pretty sad. I just remember
2: it? asking for a certain drink and the waitress says, no, you should get this. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want that. And she's yeah. like, I'm going to get you this. And I'm like, I guess I'm getting that. So yeah. just like, felt- we didn't get
1: water. We tried to get water. No. And then like we drank the water. Yes. And then she was like, I can't reach. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and I turned no. it, it was
0: probably just a bad uh, server that day. Like I, not to disparage the good name of Ventique. No,
1: that's great. Yeah. The place is great. I love that place. Um, it's so good. Yeah. But maybe don't go with a big group.
2: I mean, yeah. me personally, I was just getting used to seeing people in person yeah. again. So I, was, I, I understand yeah, I was learning great. how to interact
0: trip. in real life, yeah. which I was doing poorly. Cause I was getting yelled at for trying to order a drink under the order here sign. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You idiot. i saw (laughs) we Don't stand there. Poke me into the direction. I should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, Well, like, tiki bars are strange because it's, like, it's something that seems omnipresent. Like, I feel like they've always been around. Like, even growing up in, like, the Midwest and the East Coast, I was like, I felt like there was always a tiki bar around. But now, like, that might just be my memory kind of, like, bleeding into itself because, like, I grew up, like, I lived in American Samoa, so just, like, island culture. I was so like, you oh. lived
2: in a tiki bar? Yeah, I,
0: uh, lived, <laughs> I lived in a hut where my father made very strong drinks to forget that he had a son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but, like, it it's not – I feel like it's a lot smaller than it, it actually is. Like, the actual – like, people like you who seek out these places and know the history and, like, you like – you, I remember K- Casey – when you were up, was it Trader Vicks in San Francisco? When you yeah. saw like a known tiki cocktail person.
1: Oh, yeah. That was like uh, you knew them by sight. That was Martin Kate at Smuggler's Cove. Yeah. Um, and Martin Kate, he's he's kind of one of those Beach and Barry guys, like kind of on his own cocktails and open his own cocktail bars has his own rums that come out with certain distillers and stuff like that great dude like definitely a visionary in the craft uh, but that was Smuggler's Cove where we did like a San Francisco tiki tour uh, went to um, the Tonga Room where yeah. Andy Bourdain did his I stit. tried
2: I tried to go there and I was like trying to like push for it in case he's like oh we'll just go tomorrow like it'll not be a big deal it's my, my last day in San Francisco we check it's closed that day and I'm like Casey. Okay, yeah. If you didn't want to go, just yeah. tell me.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, that's well, the, we had like, to take you there because it rains inside. Yeah, you're in the boat in the middle thing. of the little yeah. lagoon thing. Yeah, right. And yeah. Andy amazing. Bourdain, like, I mean, I think in that 15 minutes, I don't know how long they took to film that one particular part of that episode mm-hmm. of like Parts Unknown or whatever yeah. it was. But I think the guy like crushed like four or five of them in, like 20 <laughs> oh, minutes. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this guy's getting after yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole segment's like
2: six minutes long because he's just black out by the end. They're like, yeah, yeah, we got a cut. Wearing eBay. three
0: different outfits. <laughs> oh, we had to come back.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was filmed over the course of seven months. Yeah,
1: but that was basically like our tiki tour. I think we started at Room or Smugglers Co. waited outside. I had my fandom mo- moment of 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 like, oh, there he is, and like I had gotten a couple of mugs there, and because that's another thing about the tiki thing for a lot of folks is picking up barware that you can yeah. only get at the at the bar. Like they don't sell them online. It's kind of like your your, uh, your, rite of passage that you were there at that particular bar and then you, you mount that mug on your mug shelf at your home yeah, bar. Yeah, that's what,
2: one thing I, mm-hmm. I, I came across in like the real light research I was doing is like people would steal like the mugs from the place and it's like a thing from the family that they would pass down and be like, this is my Don the Beachcomber mug. It stays in the house. You don't put
1: anything in it. It right. stays on the mantle. It's like, all right. do
0: not drink out of the yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. When you go to Smugglers Cove, they, they've served this beautiful um, volcano type mug uh, that's made by this guy named Tiki Diablo out of LA. Um, and they take your license and your credit card. So you don't, you don't, you can't leave it there. <laughs> Solid move. Yeah. Jokes on you.
0: They're both fake. I'm out. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's our, it's our Ocean's 11. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would love, I mean... No, nothing against them. I would love to pick up lift one of those bowls but uh, I think it's kind of like one of those we just saw rewatch for getting Sarah Marshall with the, oh, the bar yeah. scene oh, where yeah. like <laughs> Mila Kunis is like topless in the bar I think you would basically get the shit kicked out of you Yeah, <laughs> like you would be all beat up and all you would have to I mean it wouldn't be as <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking of it now when Lauren's here like I come home with that mug instead of like showing Mila Kunis or like I got that picture for you <laughs> this is my proof of my love for you Lauren <laughs> yeah, would take the mug and like throw it on the ground yeah. So like, you just come you back with a bunch for? of ceramic pieces in your hand. I got it. I got it. <laughs> got it why did you do that? Um, but yeah, saw Martin, Kate, and totally freaked out. I think I was I was too scared to actually talk to him. Uh, so Casey went up and like, hey, my friend over there in the corner, who, who like won't make eye contact. <laughs> See the guy staring at you, waving right now. He wants a big you to fan. sign this for him. He's like, yeah, no the guy problem. With that massive erection in the corner. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, that was one of those nights, like, we remember fondly, but definitely, like, it was just, like, it was a shit show. I think we went to, like, four or five bars and, like, ended at a bar called Trader Sam's that all has nothing to do with Trader Sam's at Disneyland.
0: Is that the one with the scorpion bowls?
1: Yes. Yeah. Where it basically tastes like synthetic yeah. laundry detergent yeah. with like a bunch of like... <laughs> yeah, delicious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was my first experience with Tiki Drinks, a, a scorpion bowl at a Chinese restaurant in northern Michigan. And that it sounds was like, awesome. They set it down and everyone got their straw and one girl just housed it like by <laughs> herself. It was like hungry, hungry hippos to see who could drink it fast <laughs> enough. Yeah. And she won and she was like blacked out. Like <laughs> she couldn't even get out of the booth and we're like, all right, this is... Uh, I'm glad I didn't drink it that fast <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would love to hear like the, like a salty old bartender's tales of just people getting soused in the tiki bars. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's
0: like I have love it. two drinks like, and, uh, it's like a war vet just. <laughs> like, and then back in 93, we introduced the painkiller.
2: People didn't know what it was like. Crack hitting the streets. destroyed <laughs> neighborhoods. Right. Yeah. That's the one thing. Like the naming is so good. Oh, like okay. the names are amazing. Like, yeah. Um, just reading about like like the jet pilot and stuff, like you get like the weird military kind of crossover because of like the sure. World War II <laughs> yeah. connection. But like, uh, what's it? The dagger is that another one? I don't, I don't know that. that
1: I'm sure there is. It's like,
2: yeah, I don't know, but yeah, there's Name so many really like good. there's
1: Sidewinders, Fang, Rum Barrels, a lot of coolers, like a lot of coolers yeah. after names. Um, ton, tons of stuff, tons of different Zombie, like, uh, zombies. Uh, one of them, zombies, a good story. Um, I don't know if you like saw that in your, your Don thing. So I guess Don was working on a drink and his, his original bar and someone might correct me on your podcast, but from what I've known,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: was West Hollywood.
1: he had, he had this real original place it was a small place in West Hollywood. Yeah. and, it was he basically made the cocktails. He would label the drinks and the rums with different letters, different numbers. Yeah, he so wouldn't tell only people. Only a few
2: people would know the recipe. Yeah. yeah, and
1: it basically was like four Filipino guys were making these drinks out of the back, and one of them would go on the form Tiki T. And that's oh, okay. that's yeah. Ray Buhan, and that's Mike Buhan, his son Mike. I like think Mike Jr. likes rent it now. Yeah, and that's by far like my favorite bar, and it's on Sunset. It's it used to be the by the old PBS building, but I guess the scientologists have taken it over now. Yeah. So now you're drinking instead of like seeing people with cardigans and pipes, now you're seeing guys in lab coats while you're drinking your yeah, rum you know, barrel. Tea yeah. readers and <laughs> yeah, and people chained to the roof and yeah. uh,
0: Hollywood much. contracts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so he had this he was working on a drink and this guy was a suppose he walks in who was a regular patron of his. And he's like, dude, I'm about to go on like this three day business trip. I just want to get a drink and I'm going to like just split here and just like, I just want to feel good on the plane ride or the train ride wherever I'm going. He goes, oh yeah, cool. I'm like making this drink right now. Like you should try it. And a zombie is a lot of 151 and a lot of Demerara rum and like a little bit of like Absinthe and grenadine and some some like cinnamon syrup, and but the 151 really like kind of overpowers the drink, but it's delicious. Yeah. It's awesome. And you get the absinthe, like the black licorice for the absinthe. And this guy downs his drink, gets on his plane, comes back after three days and goes to like the entire trip. Like I was like completely like, I was fucked up. <laughs> like I, I put was, a horse
2: drink wise <laughs> in it.
1: I felt like it was a zombie. And then like, like with Dom I was like, yeah, Eureka, that's what we're going to call it. It's going <laughs> to yeah. be called the zombie. And that was like, that was almost pre-war. I think that came out in 34 or 35. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of drinks that are pre-war and then other drinks that are like post-war um, that came out. So there's, there's a lot of good Dawn drinks. Did they drinks. get stronger post-war? I think so. <laughs> yeah. People had things to forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the, I think most of the, pre-war stuff was Don and like post-war was more Trader Vic's so like the Mai Tais. Yeah. Uh, the, the scorpion bowls, stuff like that. Cause Trader Vic's has his own cocktails too. Yeah. Mai Tai being the most popular. And it then seemed like
2: that was the, the kind of boon after the war everyone kind of came back and was like, Oh yeah, I've been drinking this in Honolulu for whatever right. months. And then uh, and a
1: lot of these guys would kind of expand and Don's and those guys would open, bars in Palm Springs where people would go on vacation or or open locations in Waikiki. And And also in like Chicago and like all over the place. uh,
2: I was reading like Don's uh, ex-wife took over running like the kind of franchises of the thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess in Chicago, that's like where you want it. Yeah. Shitty weather type of things. But um, yeah, it always seems weird that it was created in Los Angeles. Right. uh, And it was like maybe it's different, but I can't imagine like, it used to be like a big kind of Hollywood hangout. It was. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. And, like just picturing today of like everyone going, Oh, we're going to good times at Davy Wayne's. It's a cool theme bar that we're all just super wealthy, rich, famous people are going to go hang out. And it seems odd. It's pretty cool. But,
1: yeah. yeah. So like even Tyrone power was like freaking there a lot. So that's, that's where like that blood and sand drink comes from. Cause he was, his one of his famous roles as him playing that matador in that film. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of starlet stars would go there and kind of hang out and chill. And, you know, I think a lot, a lot of the stories I heard from one of TQT guys is that they would kind of, the stars would rent out or like employ the services of these Filipino guys. So like one of the guys, like stars would go, hey, you know, I'm gonna go to Catalina. And I want you to come out and bartend from all my friends at this, like, private bar, private party I'm going to do out there. Yeah. And they would go out there and, and bartend and do drinks. Yeah.
0: It's it's probably also just, like, in terms of bar culture, like, it's the lightest, lighthearted, light hearted, most lighthearted mm-hmm. version of it. It's like every other bar is like, we're going there, we're like, dive bars. Yeah. It's just like what else was there in terms of like, hey, it's lighthearted, the drinks are actually taste good, like mm-hmm. we got flowers and you know, yeah, fun cause stuff. because it seems
2: like it was built as like an escape type of totally. thing of like, hey, we're going to this event rather than a bar type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know, I know the, was it the purple orchid in El Segundo? Yeah. It, It's an escape to a retirement home. Uh, (laughs) The the three times I've been there and I'm like, all right, yeah, this is fine. This is great
1: drinks, but I am Different kind of zombie. Yeah, I'm by far the youngest person in here by 35 years. That's the one, or I I haven't been to two in LA. But well, one is open, I said I haven't been there but I have not been else no, Segundo has been there for years though. Yeah. Yeah, so I want like to go to that one it's, for sure. It's always
2: like kinda glowing when you go by the street. And I mm-hmm. like when I first moved there, I was like, What is that place? And I went in there one time and it's all decked out and stuff, but um I think we were just there on a bad night, but my friend asked for a Mai Tai and the lady was like, Uh, well, I don't know what that is. Uh huh. We're like, like, That's a shame. <laughs> it was like <laughs> this, this is a tiki bar, right? Like uh but we were like at that point of the night, we're like, whatever, just put some alcohol in a glass. Um, but give me a rum and coke. That's yeah. the closest thing when I get here. Yeah, I'll yeah. take a whiskey, please.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to make
2: that. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So Don's kind of like the originator in terms of like making it a thing. Right. Was, was there like a crew of people that did it, or is he kind
1: of the OG? He's kind of the OG. Um, and then yeah, Trader Vicks was kind of like the second from like hanging out. I think Trader Vicks is, Trader Vicks is from Oakland. Yeah, uh, that's East where Bay. he opened,
2: He kind of went to Don's from what I read. He went to Don's. He's like, hey, this is a great idea. I'm going to steal this and go up
1: north. Right. Uh, I think it was like a family bar. Like his, his family had like a dive bar. And then they started like introducing like stuff like fishnets or buoys and then someone walked in like it's like all right guys are going for like a tiki theme and he's like maybe we should do that because people (laughs) are asking about it and started like adding like doing doing the don's thing like kind of ripping off some drinks and doing his own creations and kind of (laughs) kind of blew up that
0: is like a funny distinction because like a maritime bar with like uh life the fucking lifesavers and shit on the wall you're like Mm -hmm. this is cute but then like it's so much more fun once like the, the tiki aspect comes into it. For sure. Yeah.
2: It gives it all context where you're like, oh, yeah, I feel like I'm here rather than like yeah. TGI Fridays yeah. where I'm you're I'm not
0: eating. stuck at sea. I've made it to the island.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I can't afford to go to Hawaii, so this is the
1: closest is I'm, I'm going to get. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Same food. Let's go yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. Same, same shape, Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it they're, I mean, they're great. Like, we were, but I were talking about the other day. is It's, it's kind of like what makes a tiki bar, let, going back to you're like, saying you're having a good time. you're had this great atmosphere, this great mood is that what makes it so awesome is that your skates, but the best tiki bars don't have TVs like going to a tiki bar. You're kind of there to hang out with your friends, have a good conversation, get back to the human connection, which is what I love most about it. I mean, and then what I hate most about going to sports bars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, I never realized it, but I don't think Bamboo Club has a single TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just dark as shit in there. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's brand new, but it's like somehow a it smells
0: sixty years old <laughs> and like multiple floods. It's <laughs> amazing. It's like you're in
2: a sea cave. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, all right. Mm, just a faint hint of mildew and I love sea it. brine fart. Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a small fart.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just a-
1: <laughs> I think that's mustard. A, a dash of fart, and that's uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, but like other other bars open throughout, um, like coming back post war, like late forties and the fifties, a lot of more going into the Midwest, or a lot of more like in in hotels. Yeah, too, and that that would be like I've I've heard of cocktail culture originating like at a Cairo hotel, like in Egypt, and, and stuff like that, and and just he would do like their own little renditions of like tiki cocktails. Like the suffering bastard is kind of a a iconic drink that you get at Trader Vic's where it's like, it's like the Moa with the legs and he's kind of holding his head. Yeah, Um, That's a drink that comes from hotel Cairo. It was, it was kind of like the bloody Mary for rum. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I heard, uh, just kind of researching, seeing that it was like an already existing drink that they just kind of appropriated for it.
1: And they're like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, this is, uh, this is a perfect name. Totally. What this is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it kind of blew up into that. And then I think throughout the, got popular in the 50s, of people kind of going there with their families. And, and because yeah. people were, suburbia was kind of getting popular then. So these, these bars were. Have a taste we, of culture, kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, the thing
2: I saw that was talking about how, like, uh, air travel used to start getting popular during like the 50s, 60s so people could go to like Hawaii and they'd come back and be like, I never want to lose this feeling. I just yeah. got to keep doing this. So, yeah. uh, they would kind of take off. But
1: Right. That's cool. I also read this weird thing. I mean, it also starts whole genre of music too. Like that whole... Les Baxter, Martin Denny, Batcher Pad. Like, I'm gonna have a, a you know s- a sweet date over and kind of like swoo my lady with like this exotic, like like give her this bucket of, of alcohol. Yeah, and, <laughs> see, and see where the night takes right, us. <laughs> like some some like reindeer <laughs> bells with some like some guy like chirping in the background. Like that's gonna put her in the mood, man. Yeah, and so I, I kind of started too with that orchestration orchestration or like the small like. Five man or four man, like quart- quartet bands, and I think I was like reading some liner note that this guy who, who wrote that "Tales of the South Pacific," I forget his name. Um, yeah, did the liner notes for a Martin Denny which um, is what album. The, the musical uh, South Pacific was based on was mm-hmm. that book yeah. Was that book and I, he was had the rationale that these guys coming back from like World War 2 even though there was a lot of terrible stuff that happened during World War 2 like the dying and the and the and the wars and the battle and the hey, yeah. 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 yeah and what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, War. yeah that like that you know being in those like the South Not Pacific one but two nukes <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, was like, would be like the adventure of their lifetime. Like, yeah. going these like exotic places was gonna be like their adventure, and that that going to the tiki bar was kind of like them reliving some of those like good parts of yeah, their adventure. That they could tamp down with the buckets of
2: alcohol. <laughs> pretty much. Like, <laughs> like, pretty like, much. I gotta forget, but I gotta dare up remember. into the middle distance. Oh, this song yeah. <laughs> reminds me of carrying my friend uh, right. half of his body out of the jungle, but yeah. uh, hey, hey, whatever. Hey. Hey
0: in the South Pacific, there was a lot of downtown.
1: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> almost the rain and the maggot, maggots and the hey, mosquitoes dang, yeah, yeah, fever, you know, typhoid, you know, Yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, when I lived in American Samoa, like I didn't, you know, what you don't fucking think about shit when you're a kid, but like we had a pillbox, like my house was like house, yard, single lane road, and then it dropped off in the beach. And on the beach, there was a pillbox, like a machine gun turret set up like fucking just the little strip yeah. D Day style, and I, we would just played in it. And kid, like the teenagers would go smoke in there and shit. Yeah. And we were just like put up oh, shitty oh, graffiti. Fine. But like literally, that's where that's the memory that those guys drink away. Now is just like being stuck yeah. in there, wondering if today was the day. Yeah, like,
1: right, right, yeah. It's wild wild wow, stuff
0: really put stuff in perspective <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah yeah yes. Yeah. the
1: greatest yeah.
2: generation yeah COVID was so hard guys <laughs> we had to wear
0: masks I had yeah. to get all my
2: groceries and weed delivered to me yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't the- leave the couch for hours <laughs> right I right. ran out of things to watch in the first month yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah go from the Great Depression into a war and then yeah yeah it's wild that's why they are the greatest <laughs> the greatest generation that's yeah. what they call them. I now mean, for us is Gen X and Y they and they also
0: fucked it up the only the way that the greatest could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: need to war so we can destroy everything. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the planet. It's all <laughs> yeah. It's all That's a right. house of cards. <laughs> you you want to buy a house? Good fucking luck. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. We're not giving ours up. Yeah. yeah. Someone like while we're in the desert, my future brother I was telling me cuz we were at this hotel that Desi Arnaz built out there from I Love Lucy and yeah. and there's all these pictures of him with Eisenhower and Eisenhower playing Indian Wells out there and my future father our brother-in-law was telling me that for some reason Eisenhower is regarded as like the last great American president, like the last great dude to like, I could effectively get stuff done. But like the government, changed Back when men were men yeah like, <laughs> yeah like going He was like You know like a commander in chief Like kind of operated Like a CEO And now government has changed Like government's different Than it was back then It was like a smaller entity Than it was But like he was effectively Like a leader And like yeah. got people together To get stuff <laughs> done he, That was the
2: last time Presidents could really hide stuff And there weren't approval ratings Yeah <laughs> like, like Maybe right.
1: before
0: it became More of a committee Yeah
2: like And I mean he did He, he kind of instituted The, the highway system And right. all that Shit, so like Oh
0: great! So he—he's who I can blame for not having any public fucking transit out here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for the lack of subway yeah. or above ground train.
1: Yeah. You cock. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> him and Henry Ford. Henry Ford and AAA. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Isn't but, that the whole thing about LA? Someone told telling me that LA was a—I don't know if it was with Henry Ford, but it was based on it was so sprawling that it, they wanted people to buy cars so they can get from place to place. I to mean, place. that's everywhere. That's that, the entire highway system. It's the yeah. whole
2: premise of who. Who framed Roger Rabbit? But uh, mm-hmm. they also <laughs> the did
0: historically not just slime and the juice and like, like, yeah the animated Chinatown of our time yeah
2: <laughs> um, but th- they did the same thing in Detroit where like uh, Detroit just wanted to put in like a public uh, kind of railway car that could take you from like parts of downtown that was like I don't know ten stops and they're like we'll give you three stops that's all you get and yep. they're like. Uh no, we mm-hmm. can't do this. And they're like, We're going to Mexico, and they're like, Alright, stay. We'll we'll do whatever we'll do whatever you say. And let's bring yeah. in a little thing called white flight. Yay! Yeah. So there's this people mover <laughs> in Detroit that goes like I, five stops and it's like, oh, this is really inconvenient unless you want to mm-hmm. go five blocks that way. But
0: let's get a giant fucking car that's terrible on gas <laughs> and just hope yeah. to God that the industry sticks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anywho,
0: uh, nope. Back to the islands.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Escapism, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Back to I mean, I, I don't know if I should go into like other tiki bars that we've we've I've been to, Lauren and I have been to, or yeah. like we're we're like, we mean, covered some well, like, some music, covered some the culture still good pretty.
0: T- it seems like kind of like it's obviously a subculture, right? Like yeah, you know, tiki bars and culture has its own like following right
1: and i feel like cocktail like eating eating culture is just kind of blown up within the past like well it kind of started we're still in the pandemic but like kind of started pre-pandemic and continued through and like this whole thing of like going to more foodie restaurants. Yeah. I think that's
2: the rise of like social media too. Of Mm -hmm. of Like, Oh, look where I went. Check out this place. And like, I know uh, my hometown is kind of like that way where we never used to have like these big fancy restaurants. And now that it's like a tourist destination, like it's all these like steakhouses and all these super fancy places. And you're like, okay, I I guess people from Chicago come up here for vacation. They need that. But um, yeah, I think that's, that probably has a lot to do with it like influence our culture and stuff
1: everything it's just kind of not just like more and more tiki bars are definitely opening. Like there's one opening in our hometown in St. Clemente pretty Ooh. soon. Um, then Inferno. The Inferno. The Inferno. And there's one in Anaheim Ooh. that opened a couple of years ago. There's, there's no one Tustin. Uh, you got bamboo club, I think opening like just prior to the pandemic opened up. I
0: think they're coming up on their five year.
1: Yeah. So that a lot of stuff is, and then, anyway. yeah. I, I mean, with just food, like, I mean, there's, San Clemente, I feel like is just like a, co- Lauren, and I was just talking about like a cocktail area now, like used to be San Clemente, okay. like not only do they have like good food, which kind of encouraged me like, well, if I'm going to have a good meal, I'm going to want to have a good cocktail with it too, Yeah. like before and
2: after. That's kind of always the weird thing that I never like got when I was living there it was like people from other Orange County towns would come there for like the weekend. We're going to the coast yeah. type of thing. And I was like. Fuck, are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> like, were, I'm like, trying to eat my burrito on the side of the street. Like, for
0: such a small city, though, they did have really good food. Even like yeah, yeah, the, when we were there, like the whole they weren't um, all amazing, but for like the size of the city, like the quality of restaurants there was like for, yeah, probably, right. pretty high.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. legendary fried
0: chicken burrito. Yeah. Oh
1: Baby. man, Dude, that's that's what I had last night. That was delicious. <laughs> the best. I didn't have all of it.
0: I didn't have all of the second one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Just shotgun burritos. Yeah. But there's like we so we go to this place we we don't go there very often, but like just to elaborate on like how there's just bars everywhere, like nice pro, pre-prohibition, like all sorts of different cocktails at Jane's on Del Mar that opened up, which is part of the cellar. Like they opened a cocktail mm-hmm. bar and you can go there. And this is on the line of, of Tiki. You can get like a margarita or something like that with a lime flavored something popsicle in it. And you eat the popsicle along with your margarita. And it has like tahini on the rim. And so like, I don't know if the word is like highfalutin, but like yeah. we've gotten to this area where it's like, hey, like It's like a bunch yeah,
2: of 14-year-olds got real high and made something, and they're like, yeah. ah, Did I may- you
0: not have enough sugar in your margarita? <laughs> well, good news. <laughs> <laughs> have a popsicle. It's like I
2: yeah. cut up a hot dog and put it on nachos. I'm fucking <laughs> awesome. Oh, right. yeah. Right.
0: Like, Did you not have enough food with breakfast? How about a slider and some bacon and a pickle and some celery and yeah. a carrot? And- like, on top of your fucking bloody... That's business. right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's the lobster claw, too. Also, that's $45. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely become a whole culture. And I know it's everywhere. But it, I think it's it's good for people that enjoy Tiki because there's, like, all this this new stuff that you can get into. Yeah. Because um, I think if you're into Tiki, you also enjoy other cocktails like we don't my friends we just don't do tiki I mean, you can round. Say, you're an alcoholic I That's like to drink <laughs> yeah we'll come to the right drinks,
2: place
0: uh, Lauren is like a, all drinks this is a place free of judgment Lauren yeah. is
1: is definitely like a my saint and savior in doing most of the wedding planning that we were just talking about earlier but like I handle the bar, you know. That's
0: yeah.
1: like I think we hired yeah, a team
0: of Filipinos <laughs> who are gonna be working yeah.
2: nonstop. I gave them four bottles with X's and Y's on them, and they will they will handle it. I'm like this. the Zodiac Killer. They have their
0: code <laughs> right. and instructions. Yeah. Right. It's they all triangle, have special circle watches. square. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that, are there love. gonna be are there gonna be signature cocktails? Can I purchase a signature tiki uh oh, I will wedding? Have-
1: yeah, we're gonna have yeah. rum for certain people, like in the know at the wedding. So definitely order it. The it's gonna be. Tell everyone. Yeah. Right. Um, Go up and give the password. It's gonna be like ninety degrees down there. Okay. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Well, wait. Fall, <laughs> It's gonna be ninety degrees. And no, it's gonna be eighty-seven. <laughs> right. Yeah. The weather outside is weather. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um. But, But so we're gonna do like a a light like whiskey sour type thing, and then do like a like a like a paloma or like a margarita, and then for people who like. Tiki will have a Tiki cocktail there, and I'm mostly doing that. And I, I don't really know this guy, and I'm not gonna mention who it is. But I've heard from my f- friend who got Craig, who got me the Tiki, that his Tiki drinks are absolutely horrific. So like, <laughs> I'm gonna make like I'll probably make like, my own our own yeah. batch and kind of like stash that somewhere. Yeah. Nice for people who want to have one. Yeah. Yeah. Smart idea. Yeah. That's yeah. Quality control. Right. Gotta do it. Yeah. Gotta do it. Yeah. Um, so like that the tiki thing is kind of, just enjoying cocktail. Yeah. Kind of like do have my fair share of drinks is the teething kind of turns on for us, like around springtime, like, like, and yeah. then during it's, it's <laughs> drinking is very seasonal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah.
0: Summer and spring. Yeah. And yeah. It's going it's to bring
2: me back to my Casadores, uh Paloma <laughs> prepackaged drinks. Uh, it's Schaumburg's drink of the summer. Uh, but yeah, it's, it definitely changes when it's yeah hot as bulls out and you're like, Oh yeah, I, I can't drink a fucking whiskey
1: in this. Right. So, so like fall winter, we do a lot of scotch, a lot of bourbon, um, for people like scotch. If you guys had a penicillin, mm-hmm. that's probably one of my favorite scotch drinks. What is that? Is that, it's a, uh, it's like a, um, ginger's a- ginger, ginger is simple syrup infused. I think it might be some lemon. I don't know. The, there's some sort of juice in it. With it's not a, the cranberry juice one, is no, it? No, no, it's it's like a one gingery with like a blended scotch in the in the mix part of it and then you float it with like a peaty like kind of Islay scotch on top. Yeah. And then you put like a ginger snap little garnish on there. So you have like a little like sugary ginger snap thing. It's delicious. Damn. I'd go with that thing. Um, Sounds pretty cold weather. Yeah. 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 It's it's a great, great drink. Uh, so that's kind of what we do during the winter is, is kind of our gym. It's like scotch. Yeah. I We do um, a, a scotch well, it's it kind of changes. It goes back and forth during the holidays. You do either a Scotch or a whiskey tasting for Christmas, and I will never forget that we got now, it. Now, when you say we, yeah, exactly.
2: sorry. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. just you. Okay, it's two. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well,
0: Do you have like a, a speakeasy bar that you speak? Like, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. I mean, well, like I said, I do a lot of drinking.
2: I'm a and part of it. Kind it's of like a youth club. You, <laughs>
1: me, I, myself. Yeah. I, it's it's my three my it's three me personalities. And my team of pink elephant. <laughs> yeah, Lauren, like, I can't I can't stand yeah. up for the couch again. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I got personalities like Lauren, help us up,
0: uh, help us up. Yeah, we yeah. had yeah. eight legs and none uh, of them. We've been making
1: cocktails all damn day. Uh, I drank enough for a team, so we need some help. Yeah, um, this is this is at Lauren's family's house. We we there's this a scotch. It goes back and forth between scotch and and whiskey. And ILA scotches are, are very like smoky, peaty, uh, and that's like the usually the the scotches they end with like like the yeah like the, <laughs> like the pronunciation at the uh, end like Lagavola and like Lafrey like all that stuff. And and we we were kind of tasting it and like. Doing like a spitting thing into like a like a refuse kind of like bowl thing, and Lawrence's mom Carrie, she's a saint. Just in up and up the bowl. Gah. That would be. I, I, we were going there. I was hoping that would not do that, but she walks and goes, "Gas! Smells like a jock strap in here." <laughs> <laughs> you guys are drinking this. It smells like someone's underwear.
2: <laughs> we're just tasting it. That's why you have to spit it out. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, There's so many... Well, Tiki Caliente is going on in Palm Springs right now. Which is? Which is a tiki convention for people... who wanna go and participate in Tiki-oriented crafts. There's seminars too. Like If you wanna go and like learn about the whole history of Tiki, go to Tiki Oasis, go to Tiki Oasis, Arizona, go to Tiki Caliente in Palm Springs. Damn. Tiki Oasis is usually at this hotel off the 8 in San Diego County, I forget the name of it. It's every July. Um, that is the biggest one. It's been going on for years and years and it's basically take over this huge hotel you have to get not only pay for your lodgings, but get like this ticket that goes along with it, and you basically go all the all the tiki bars in America, the rum manufacturers in America. It's like
0: Comic Con for tiki bars. Pretty much, yeah. they
1: they buy out all the rooms, so you go and visit each bar's room, each rum distiller's room. So if you want to, like, yeah, if you want to get diabetes or come back with <laughs> yeah. a hangover that isn't going to be gone for at least a month. You want to not remember a weekend. And you got, like, an extra grand you want to throw at, like, staying at a hotel doing this. I say do it, man. Like, Sounds it's, cool. And it, Maybe yeah. we'll do a weekend research. <laughs> a yeah. remote. We're at off the wagon. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Can't you, like, guys write this off? I think this is a write-off <laughs> if you... Yeah. Yeah, yeah this but, is... A, listen... Yeah. listen
0: I don't know how that I'll ask my tax
1: guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's, that's awesome. So we can, you, we should definitely go that in July cause that's, that's coming up and that is a great event. Um, they have a free Saturday that you can go down and just basically walk around for free and, and buy cocktails and go to the Tiki bazaar where you can meet all the guys who carve tikis or make tiki mugs or bring vintage. Um, we're talking like, it's a bazaar. It's basically like, two three floors of the hotel there so you can kind of Damn. meander all around there's a pool party going on um probably not a hawaiian shirt in sight right yeah. I mean, there's a few <laughs> there's a few yeah. a lot of, a lot of um, boogaloo boys look look <laughs> <relaxed>. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, come down, let's get a cocktail, and you can kind of cruise around. I'm sure Bamboo Ooh. Club will probably have a room there. Um, those guys, were, I think, had a, some sort of, like, participatory... Maybe, I'll,
0: maybe we'll do a tiki-haha down there. You should. Yeah, they there They, they
1: do do a lot of, like, there's live music every night, there's a stage, it, it goes off. So it would, would not be, like, a bad idea for sure. If, if you can like, I'd, I'd I'd do it. I'd go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You tell me when that I'll be there. (laughs) Threaten me with a good time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's definitely good to go to and meet a lot of people. And, and it's like, it's the same kind of people you meet at Tiki bars. Like you never meet like a bad soul down there. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the community of uh, of
2: bars is is very strong. Yeah, it seems like mm-hmm.
1: strong but small. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of especially the artists that are recognized. They have a strong following within the whole culture. So like there's those guys, they all know each other. They all, you know, do the conventions together, um, make, make mugs, make wares that kind of celebrate the event that there's always a theme that goes on with TK Oasis. So a lot of, sometimes it's been like secret Asian, like James Bond oriented, um, could be an Island of Polynesia. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a small, community in that um mostly in that like people can have a story of like visiting one particular bar yeah and every bar story is an interesting story
0: but it seems cool because it's not corporate at all it's all mm-hmm. like pretty grassroots it's all just like you have a direct connection and lineage like you have a direct line to the people who literally made these drinks mm-hmm. open these bars designed these tiki's and stuff yeah like it's and it seemed like even though it's coming up on a hundred years old like you're the connections are all like mm-hmm. one generation removed at like really at most yeah, yeah. it yeah. seems
2: like you know like the heroes of the situation it's not like oh so-and-so got bought by anheuser-busch and now they're yeah, and you're whatever. still
0: kind of like living the history where it's like these like Don the Beachcomber's gone, and that's mm-hmm. like the big one. But you've gone there, and you you have that memory and that experience. And yeah, it's great. It. Yeah, but like you know, and we've been to T- Ventiki, and we've been to Bam. Like you know, right. like, so it's it is it's way more personal than like just an average. Like because like I like I went to like some Hemingway bars in in Paris, and I was just like, yeah, I drank where he drank, and like. One of them was really sick, but the mm-hmm. other ones were just like, yeah, I had a fucking martini where Hemingway had a martini, but like, mm-hmm. these are like still very, like, seems very personal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Seeing how like excited
1: you get at Tiki bars, oh, it yeah. was like, oh, yeah. this is an event for him. Like it's, it's just a cool, I mean, you go there with friends, we go there together. Like it, yeah. it's, a, it's a good, usually a good gathering cause you gotta go, these places aren't close. So you kind of have to make a mission trip to go do this stuff. So you're, you're, you're pumped up, you're ramped up to be going to this bar. Usually just getting into the bar has some sort of anticipation to it. Um, Fintiki has like the outdoor area, but a lot of bars have like these secret rooms, these secret passageways. Like you got to walk through a freezer to get into the bar. That's like, uh, have you been to Clifton's? Yeah. Um, that's, Mm -hmm.
2: uh, like I went there for a friend's birthday party and like the majority of it is like a nightclub, which is like, ns, ns, yeah, which downstairs is stairs and you go up to
1: Pacific Seas. And then you
2: can go up to yeah. the secret yeah. thing and they let you in based on what you're wearing or whatever. And I get up there and I was like, oh, it's a tiki bar. It yeah. seems weird you would have the kind of elite special area be a tiki bar. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got even more drunk up there. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a, it, you
1: know, I, getting drunk is awesome.
2: I wish more Clifton's um, was like that, where it was like, yeah. You could, because apparently back in the fifties, they really decked mm-hmm. it out. So yeah, it looked like you were in like a sea cave or something. Or right. Have
1: you seen Clifton's like back in the fifties, like the photos outside yeah, with yeah. the gardens outside? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. it's um, It's cool now. Like,
2: I just wish no one was there because it's like, there's a redwood in the middle of it. And then there's
1: mm-hmm. like a rock
2: feature over here yeah. and you're like, Oh, this yeah. is awesome. But you have to suffer through like a bunch
1: of coked out people uh, right. listening you to got, like, the prohibition music. and up top. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, um, that's cool. But you get like that anticipation, like he's like, yeah, like getting in. And I think it uh, puts you into like a positive frame of mind to like hang out with your buddies. Yeah. And usually that leads to a memorable, memorable night. And then you meet other people who are also stoked cause everybody has to go through the same, some, some bars like it's easy to get into, but other bars like you go to Smuggler's Cove, False Idol, you're waiting in line for maybe 30 to 90 minutes to get into this bar. Yeah. And you traveled from like, you know, from we're out in Orange County, like you traveled to LA. It's like, you know, traffic, it might be an hour and a half. You go to San Diego, it might be in another hour, hour and a half. So you get, you're ramped up to like, committed to it, to partake in it. And a lot of the people, the person sitting next to you is also did the same thing. Or they're like, they're, they're in for that, one of those conventions and they heard about this bar and they're from like Chicago. Chicago has like a Tiki bar culture with like three dots and a dash that's there. And they are at the bar and then you have this great story. So the stories of like getting in and having your favorite cocktail and having your favorite designer and your favorite home, like close bar um, I think enlightens the experience, like brings like another level to it. And especially if you're close to one, like if you're at Tonga or T, you have these, these rum societies that you can join either by like, drinking enough of the drinks, like going through the grog lock and completing all that. Like you get like your, your Fez hat or you get your, your like smoking jacket that you get for completing, or you get your commemorative like coin or mug, like you makes you part of that group. And I think like when people feel part of like that inclusiveness of like a culture, like it makes them feel really stoked on it. So that's what it's also like like the
2: thing of like, you're not going there and spending like all day drinking like you would at like a normal dive bar or something. It's like mm-hmm. okay, I can take two drinks or something. Yeah. Like there's like a limit that you kind of have to hit. So right. hitting those milestones, I could say, I would be way more kind of special. Like. Yeah,
1: it's great. It's awesome. That's why you guys we get we gotta go down to Tiki Oasis. It's like a mind blowing experience. You can do like two or three ep- episodes and all the crazy people you meet from Tiki Oasis. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah. Our, our live podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah get a room down there. Yeah. yeah. It'd be awesome. I think it's at the West End or some, some like it's Ooh. a big, it's a, it's a big, and it <laughs> has Tiki's carved there. I think it's like a, it's a pretty big West End thing, but it's been there for years. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's blown up. Like it was originally that one. And then there's was Tiki Caliente, the along, and then Tiki Oasis Arizona, like started like two or three years ago. And that's kind of blown up. And then there's, there's the the Mai Kai that's in Fort Lauderdale that does the hukilau, which is a is like the East Coast version of, tiki oasis, and that goes off too, which is another whole another level of like, dawn type dudes over there on the East Coast. Just seems cool that it's like a small network right now, and
0: it seems to be picking up steam. It's like, you're like it seems like you're not the ground level necessarily, but you are like, in like a small subculture that's probably gonna blow up, and like you know. Maybe, hopefully it'll st- stay small and, like, everybody interconnected and cool. But, like, it's it's neat that, like, that's the, like, because you don't, when you're living through history, you don't understand that you're yeah. part of something small and, like, that's going to be something bigger. It's like how
2: microbrews used to be before yeah. it became, like, this pompous, like, Right. Yeah. this is undrinkable soup. Yeah, it's unpretentious. That- it's just like,
0: yeah, we're just here. We like fucking Hawaiian shirts and fucking tikis and, uh, you know uh, getting hammered.
1: And that's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a, it's a way of life, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, I was just talking about, I have a friend who's really into tiki and seems, um, Jim, Jim Sanders. And he's a great dude, really, really passionate about tiki. Um, and his main drink is like, he goes to every tiki bar that he's close to and gets a Mai Tai. Cause he's like a Mai Tai connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he was telling me about, he has been, this guy opening the bar in San Clemente, Inferno. He owns this. Also owns Stowaway in Tustin, and he has been like maybe emailing or texting this guy like every single day about when he's going to open. <laughs> and this guy's a psychopath. It, 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 Jim is very passionate. I, I love him for him. I love him for him. <laughs> and and he, we we just want to be part of that like that rum club because you go to these some bars like Tiki T. I love Tiki T because there's like there's always these two or three guys that are there every single day. And I think it's really funny how like two or three of them are like eighth grade history teachers that get off work <laughs> at like four o'clock. I'm like, oh, the bar's gonna open in an hour. Fucking yeah. so well, Jimmy Joe... Simpson
2: and Algebra today. Yeah. they their shit in their wives
1: like, we're writing a book. Yeah,
0: then they're gonna eventually write the Tiki, like Tiki, bar history true. from that perspective.
1: They have like their own, they're in the club, but they have their own stools at the end of the bar. And, like, Mike and Mike Jr. Like, we'll have, like, their set space, like, set away and, like, their drinks, like, already out. Yeah. And that that is, like, would be cool to do for our bar in San Clemente. It's like, dude, we come here a lot, bro. It's, it's like gonna be, it's going to be, like, like, cheers. I want to earn drinks. my yeah. seat. Yeah. 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 I like have, like, my name, my, my plaque up against, like the, like, the armrest. And, you know, this is where I'm going to post up, dude. Yeah. I, I've yeah. seen
2: that through... Uh, like microbreweries back in Michigan, like I have a bunch of friends that are like, check this out. I got my uh, my club, my my mug club over there. They know me here. Yeah, and it's like this weird like. Yeah, I can also buy a beer here. It's not that exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I can see how you get that little insider track. Yeah. Right, uh, right. Well, speaking of exclusivity, I'd like to
0: offer you your own pair of seats at the Tiki Bar on the Chicken Bacon Ranch <laughs> when
1: that <laughs> happens. Like, yes. The uh, okay. Chicken Bacon Ranch. Where's the, where's the chicken? What is it? The Chicken Bacon Ranch is my multi an idea. T- it's, it's a.
0: It's an oasis. Uh, the actual location is yet to be determined, but we will have a tiki bar there, as as uh, Rob Zorif has claimed. So you can uh, we'll have a signature cocktail by you. It's gonna be awesome. donate now. <laughs> Patreon yeah. level
1: subscription. Get in the love it. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> yeah, there, this is me. It sounds like there used to be a, a tiki bar that'd be at um, Burning Man, because there was a there was kind of like this thing where you Burning Man, I guess you have to bring like a, a gift or like a trade. It's like, I feel like, like bartering. A, you're yeah. bartering thing. So, so one guy who's a tiki carver. His name crazy. Al Evans opened a tiki bar for that particular burning man. And I like, did all the decor and made it all like crazy and, 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 carved out. And, um, I guess it was, it was quite a thing. He made like this huge, like big mug around it. And Damn. it was cool. But, but yeah, it, it kind of reminds you of like, if you're going to have this ranch of like, yeah, let's build, let's build a teak bar. It'll be very expensive because like, you're yeah. going to
0: have to know us to get in there. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: going to have a secret handshake to get in. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah.
0: You're going to have to sacrifice the politician to get it.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not just like not just a secret password. Yeah. Not like the clam chowder. <laughs> the red or the white. Is that the red. Or the white. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, we've
2: reached our Ace Ventura reference part of the show, so uh, yeah. Is that we uh, that about cover We're about at an hour, so I think. Mm. We, I mean, do you guys
0: edit these? Is it like get to a, a part where? a little, oh, little yeah. bit light editing because whenever be. I go off
1: the deep end I like to cut that off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I love it yeah that's awesome <laughs> um, but I was stoked to be on here guys I like to yeah, I think thanks next for, time like when for, you guys are on the wagon were by far the most knowledgeable guest we've had yeah well I'll bring drinks next time yeah. Yeah. Hell, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, well, no, I'll bring a, a bowl. bowl. <laughs> we can even light it on fire. Yeah. Maybe. And, and we we'll can maybe can video it. it, do a little Instagram post. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah. And we'll go tie one on at Bamboo Club for celebration. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, fuck yeah, man! Thanks for thanks, course for man, Thanks yeah. for yeah. having me. It's been a thanks pleasure, guys. Step Look yeah. forward to you gaining your seat at the Inferno. So no, We'll be there together. <laughs> yeah. It's not that far. You guys come. You guys. Do you guys come to Saint Clement very often, or every now and then? Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then. Alright. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I know like people used to live, like Casey lived there, but that was more. Yeah. Yeah. I think Besides, we, we all. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's a, I don't know, you know, it's a, it's a trek getting places. So I don't know. Yeah. Like if you have family down there still, or no, yeah. just, just for a good time. You I, go I down drop there. my dog off there sometimes. And that's,
2: I mean, I'm a yeah. Lino's in the area, which is, I consider family. Yeah. So that, that makes you're sense. There, you're family. Yeah, that's true.
0: You're about to be impregnated with family. <laughs> size of a burrito.
2: But <laughs> that's not that's not the way to describe it at <laughs> all. <laughs>
1: you go to another one in San Juan? Yeah. Yeah, Dude, that one's great. So good. Yeah. Love it. I just added again recently. The one
0: in Tustin. I also got uh duped because there's one in lake forest but it's only the bakery part of it now oh, dang oh, yeah. So. yeah fire
1: everywhere yeah anyway <laughs> cool Well thanks guys it's been a pleasure yeah, thanks for yeah, having awesome. us awesome all right, all then, right. Well, see you next time yeah cheers boys in the back are called macaws. because of their claws no because they're macaws and a fine feathered friend is a jolly can and two can sound better than what you can't can can bird. The paradise is an elegant bird. It likes to be seen and it loves to be heard. Most little birdies will fly
0: away but
2: the tiki room
0: birds are here every day. In the tiki tiki tiki.